Mic check. I don't have a whole lot to talk about this time. Um, this has been a really fucking just busy last couple weeks. And, um, yeah, I have so much that's still not done at my new place, <laughs> but, um, there's not much that I can really do about that. It's just, it's just going to be a mess for quite a while and I'm just going to have to deal with it. And, um, I also just started literally today, the day I'm recording, um, a new D and D campaign with my friends. <laughs> and so we're running it every other week and it coincidentally is the same week that I record two podcasts <laughs> and I also have uh, practice for our band. And so, yeah, these, these weekends are going to be really fucking busy. <laughs> I'm going to be so goddamn tired. It's, it's already like after 11 o'clock, um, that I'm recording this, which, um, was probably not the smartest idea for me. Uh, but you know, fuck it. Let's, let's just, let's fucking go. Right. Uh, we'll acknowledge the fact that there are, uh, two things coming out in the next couple weeks, um, for a fact that we know about that are juggler related. Actually, we can say three things, I think. I think we can say three. Um, the first, and it's coming out this coming Friday on the 19th, is the new Ouija Mac uh, mixtape, Pretty Ugly 2. Um, I have not heard, I think there's at least one track that's out there um, for this song, uh, for this mixtape. I haven't listened to it yet. Um, also, I've, if I'm correct, two uh, tracks were also on... Um, that uh that fucking um what was it that gathering mixtape that he had but i still have never listened to that um so apparently there's two things on there as well i i i don't know i'm not i'm not familiar with it um although i i'm literally looking at his site right now and there's also a pretty ugly the original one as a red rum edition it's literally just a red cover um but it it doesn't look like it's it's anything different it's just the the cover and the cd is red so clearly it's something that i don't have to worry about because you know me if it's got more music on it or different music or something like that then i have to get it but if it's just that, then I'm not really concerned. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's... I'm assuming that I think Pretty Ugly was actually sold out, so it's probably why he just got re those repressed, which is good. Um, if he's able to do that and, and more people want them, then great. So um, we know that that's coming out. That comes out this Friday on the uh, 19th. So if you haven't ordered that yet, um, go ahead and, and get on it. Um, it looks like there are still the pre-order bundles and combos. Like you can get an autographed copy and then the combos also come with autographed ones. I decided against doing that stupid fucking buy five copies. 
and get a mystery item thing. Um, from what it sounds like, there was supposed to be one of three mystery items. Did not give any hint as to what they are. Obviously, it's a fucking mystery. Um, but the fact is, is I just don't have the fucking money to, to put up front to try and buy five copies and then sell the other four. I don't have the patience for it. So I'm just hoping that there's no audio in there. I'm hoping it's just like a fucking poster or some shit. The best one so far, I mean, there, there's been two really, really good ones. And that was A, the, um, that CD that was a, a combination of the, the three, was it three or four EPs that he did with Death Plus? Um, I mean, that was, that was a fucking smart one. And the fucking shirt, um, for the free VIP. Now I haven't been able to utilize that yet. I haven't even worn the shirt ever because I wanted to keep it in good condition. I think that the fucking design on the shirt is cool as fuck though. So I'm really hoping that, you know, if and when Ouija ever comes to Pittsburgh, um, if I wear that, they fucking remember that that's what that did. Um, so yeah, if you're, if you're trying to get that new Ouija Mac, it's up for pre-order, go on his site. Uh, next one that I know about, and I'm pretty sure this got announced after, the uh, the last mic check is the new Lex the Hexmaster EP, um, Palace of Illusions. So this is the third in I think a four part series. Um, we got two of the EPs last year. We had Party Castle and we had Haunted Mansion. And those EPs, I remember when I believe Party Castle was the first one. It came out, and the only song I liked was the final one, uh, Sleep at Night with uh, HP the Grizzly. And I remember just being kind of bummed about it, but that final track was really fucking good. And then when Haunted Mansion came out, I was like, this is fucking awesome. And I listened to it, and I was like, this is great, and decided, you know what, let me put the first one on again and then listen to him back to back. And then when I listened to the first one, I was like, no, this is actually pretty fucking good, too. Like, that was probably my favorite Lex projects that he had since Contact, since his um, first LP. And I remember, you know, Bond Redemption came out. Sorry, Beyond Redemption. Did I say Bond Redemption? Fucking 007 Redemption. Um, Beyond Redemption came out, and I feel like it went without, a, like, with a fucking whimper because there was, maybe there was a single from it. I honestly don't fucking remember. But the mixing on that album was so goddamn bad that it it was pretty much unlistenable for me. Could not understand a fucking thing. And then you had, on top of that, there was a deluxe edition that was only sold on MNE's site, and there were limited copies of it. So once they sold out of it, that's it. And they fucking sold out. I think it was only available... I think it was only available as a pre-order. I don't even know if they had any after the release date. Um, But I have not gone back to Beyond Redemption ever since then. Like, there's like, I think, two tracks on there that if they come on, then I'm like, okay, yeah, this song's good. But the, even even on those, the mixing is garbage. Like, it's so fucking disappointing. But whenever Haunted um, Haunted Mansion came out and Party Castle, I was like, these are fucking great. And I think that Lex, um, for a while, was, was starting to put out a lot of music. He had, what, fucking four or five mixtapes in a very short period of time. And normally I'm like, yeah, the more music, the better. But I think the f the problem was, is we were getting a bit of oversaturation. And maybe Lex felt like he had something to prove because he was one of the first 
announcements on the label. He was the first, if you think about it, he was the first new artist on Magic Ninja. So if you're trying to, you know, see if, you know, you can be put up to snuff, you put out a lot of fucking content. But Contact was my favorite record that MNE put out in 2016. Um, and I told him that to his face. I was like, this, this album was fucking great. Um, and hearing the, the last two EPs and maybe, maybe also because they're just EPs and not full lengths, um, that I can just, you know, digest in a, in a smaller time frame. Um, maybe it's because of that, that I was able to appreciate those more. So I am looking forward to this one. And that comes out, um, it's supposed to come out on Black Friday. So we'll see. Um, I'm, I'm curious what it's going to sound like. I don't think that if there's a single that any, I don't know if, I, if I've heard anything from it. Um, I see that there's only um, one track with guest spots, and that is a track that's got Gibby Stites and Skulls. Um I actually am looking forward to hearing that. Now, Gibby has been kind of hit or miss for me, admittedly. Um, but I would not mind hearing what him and Lex can do. Um, I think one of the things for Lex is I think he does need somebody to collaborate with consistently. Um, and I think I think both artists could actually like really benefit from that. So curious to see how that track sounds. Um, so we'll 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 see. Um, also, another one uh, that I totally forgot about, um, and some people are already getting it because of camp happening um, as I'm recording, um, although I think it's technically done by now and per- people are probably already going home, um, is the new Super Famous Fun Time Guys uh, EP. This is an EP um, called Mom's Not Offended, She's Concerned. It's, I think, six or seven tracks. Um, if you were at Camp Zool, there was a uh, a variant cover version that you could get there, which is kind of cool. Um, but that was available now, and the um, the main copies aren't technically out. Well, it says allegedly that the it drops digitally on November twenty sixth. So not sure when they're going to be able to get out. Um, any of the, the copies that were pre-ordered on Long Live Evil's site. So if you are if you haven't ordered one, there is a, a, sh- a... right. You can just buy the album on its own. You can get a shirt bundle with a uh, the shirt designed by uh, Mr. Eight Legs, which is a... Um, it pays homage to the In the Trunk design that he made for Axe. Or there is a fanny pack option. And I nearly bought the fanny pack option. I'm not lying. Um, but it was a little bit out of my price range, so I ultimately decided against it. I'm going to get a fanny pack one day. I'm going to. I promise you guys that. But it just it, it wasn't wasn't in the cards for me this time. But if they make if they decide to make one, and it's 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 all right. It's a black one. It's got like their their logo stamp of of, of their faces. Um, there was a nice like brightly colored one, which normally I'm like, oh yeah, it's black. Cool. I'll, I'll fucking rock that. No, I want a fucking bright ass colored one. <laughs> I mentioned Camp Zool going on uh, this weekend, and 
I was wondering if there was going to be anything like for V5 happening there, and allegedly I've I've seen nothing about it. Um, I did see earlier today that was kind of jealous about this. I think I mentioned before about how I got um, I have that FF the thirteen mask um that Stank Biscuits grabbed me when they went to uh, Attack of the Ninjas, and it's a it's a one um it's a one of one um. Venom variant. I fucking love it. And I saw pictures today that there were four four of these motherfuckers that were designed like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They were cool as fuck. I saw three of them. and The only one I didn't see was the one for Raphael, the red one. But that's cool. That's fucking cool. Um, those, those variants are just awesome as shit. It's like... <laughs> It's cool to see them like as one ones, but then you're like, man, I'm fucking jealous of the people who have these one ones that I want, <laughs> you know. And it's it's also kind of funny because part of me is like, man, I got my Venom one like one of one, which is awesome, and then I'm like, man, I could have gotten an Astro Dweller. I think those are fucking cool as shit, and I've heard the Dwellers fit like a little bit smaller than the two point ones, which is which was a concern for me because I'm like, oh, well, that will fit my face better. Um, and ultimately, I didn't. But I love my Venom 1-1. I fucking love it. I'm happy that I got it. Um, it's so weird that I have three forever faces right now. And I was debating on selling one of them. I was debating on selling originally the Dead by Bong because I thought I liked the slime bone more. But the Dead by Bong looks better um, in you know, regular light, just because it's very, very vibrant, but the slime bone, because they use UV paint, it looks awesome as fucking black light, so I feel like I can't get rid of either of them now. I feel like the only way I'm going to end up ever getting rid of one of them is if somebody offers, like, the right price, or they're willing to trade me, like, a variant that I really fucking like. That was the main reason of me getting the Dead by Bong, like, A, I, it was going to be my first one, me one ended up being the last one I got in, but, um, or not the last one I got in. I, I think I got the Venom after. Anyways, um, it, it was the fact of like, oh, well, if I don't really like it that much when it comes in, I can trade it because there's only a hundred of them, you know? Um, but that hasn't really been on my mind right now. I like the ones that I have. If, if a, one comes out that I would like to trade one for, I'll weigh those options when I get there. But as of now, no, nah, fuck it. Uh, another thing to move on to is Yum Yum Bedlam has been out. Um, I stopped listening because I've just been trying to focus on a bunch of other shit. Um, but man, that record's fucking great. It really is. And I'm just, I'm already done. I'm tired of seeing the motherfuckers just complaining about the goddamn producer tags. Just fucking get over the shit. Whatever. If you don't want to hear it, fucking just turn the goddamn shit off. Whatever. Um... If I am correct, it looks like it charted. But here's the weird thing. <laughs> for some reason, it's very, very hard to access Billboard's site because you got to pay for shit. Because obviously. But there were some workarounds that we were trying to do to figure out where did it chart, if it did. And it looks like it charted at number 48 on the Billboard 200, which is great. But if you go to the Billboard 200 like page like it, for some reason it doesn't always show up on there and maybe it's like wrong or I don't know so it's either 
okay, did it debut at 48 on top 200? Did it debut at 48 on, you know, top rap or whatever? No fucking clue. Tentatively, it sounds like it is top 200, which is cool. The other album that I mentioned before that also came out that same day was the Limp Bizkit record, which debuted a couple spots above um, Yum Yum Bedlam. And when I say above, I mean it had the lower number. So, you know, okay, the one's closer to one. There we go. We'll say that because it's confusing. Um, I think it was at 46 or 44. But Limp Bizkit went higher up. Now, I came across an article a few days ago that was talking about how, well, you know, the new Limp Bizkit record is not... Um, it's not uh, available physically. They didn't press CDs for it. Now, there's a bit of speculation as to why that might be the case. Um, Wes Borland has said that more music is coming the way, so who knows if we are actually going to get Stampede of the Disco Elephants. I don't fucking know. And if that's the case, will they just release both albums, like maybe it's two back? I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know. But the total album streams for that week when it came out only equaled to... I. Okay, I wish I had the fucking article up right now. It was either 1,500 or 3,500. Okay? It was one of those two numbers. So, not a huge amount. But if it was for album sales, like if you... If the, the streams translated to physical album sales it would have been either 15 or 3500 now what baffles me legitimately is i don't know if limp biscuit in 2021 is as prevalent as icp is in 2021 and the fact is ICP not only had streaming, but they also did release physical CDs. Here's the kicker. The cover for Yum Yum Bedlam, the CD itself, if I remember correctly, I don't have it right next to me. I really wish I did. I can't reach it. Maybe I can't. Hold on. Fuck you at. Hold on. Aha. I am correct. Yeah, I don't care. I'm not cutting that. Anyways. There is no barcode for Yum Yum Bedlam. So, any copies that were sold at Hallow Wicked at the release party, at um, at Psychopathic Merch, at Psychopathic Vault, are those being considered in Billboard? Are they having record of that? Because I guarantee that there are a bunch of Juggalos who pre-ordered Yum Yum Bedlam physically Okay, I ordered two of them. I don't know why I ordered two. I know I, I ordered two. I have, still have another fucking one that's sealed. Okay? So, 
is ICP less popular in 2021 than Limp Bizkit is? And, and, and I'm not trying to get into, like, quality or anything. I just mean in, in the year of our Lord, 2021 AD, are more people listening to Limp Bizkit who have not, prior to <laughs> October 31st this year, who have not released a new record in 10 years over Insane Clown Posse, whose most recent physical release that you could buy in stores came out two years ago. I'm very curious. I really am. And again, Billboard's site, because of the fucking paywall, does not make things easy to figure out. So I, I have no idea. I, I would be, I would seriously be willing to bet that if, I don't think I don't think that they're taking the physical records into account. Because I think if they did, then that album would be I didn't see what's above Limp Biscuit, so I would say it's definitely above Limp Biscuit. And I wanna point out I love that Limp Biscuit record. Like whenever that mu- that new music came out, it was that haunted record player by by Twisted Nemini and Yum Yum Bedlam. And Limp Bizkit was fucking fantastic. I liked that more than Haunted Record Player. So, do with that knowledge what you will. I just think it's very interesting, and I think that it's not being evaluated this the way that ICP's older stuff was, and I, I would be willing to bet it's because there's no barcode. They have no way of tracking those kinds of sales. Maybe there is. Maybe they are actually doing it properly. I don't know how they would submit that because, again, no no barcode. What the fuck ever? I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too deep in it. Who fucking knows? And I think that there's only one last thing that I want to discuss. Um, and it's some pretty big fucking news. And that is from Alazola Lou, who earlier this week announced with two pictures they are working with none other than Mike E. Clark. Uh, I think it was on uh, this past Tuesday, actually, where they tweeted a picture of them in the studio and Mike Clark sitting in the chair near them. And people lost their fucking minds. They lost their fucking minds, man. I think the timing is very, very interesting because, well, first off, Mike Clark, shortly after Unlikely Prescription came out, um, he tweeted at Twisted saying, hey, the new fa- new record fucking rocks. And people were like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. And just a couple days ago, he did the same thing with ICP for Yum Yum Bedlam. He said, like, oh, yeah, here comes the Carnivals. Fucking great. It's my favorite song on there. Um, And he mentioned, uh, would have liked to hear Shaggy's verses for Wretched, which is interesting because that implies that either he's joking that Shaggy has no verses or he knows that Shaggy wrote verses for it, maybe even recorded them, and they got left off of the final track. So who knows? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But anyways, 
it it's for sure that Mike Clark is working with Axe. Now, is he just working with Axe for their next record? Is he working with them as well as the rest of MNE for Venomous 5? I have no idea. Now, I'm going to let a little bit of of something slip here. I was told this was a thing almost three months ago. Might have even been might have even been longer than that. I'm not sure. About two or three months ago. Um have have a source in Michigan who happened to stumble upon somebody who may have said that they were working together. And I was asked not to say anything, so I didn't. And you guys don't have to believe me. You really don't. I could be talking out of my ass right now. Okay? I could tell you right now that fucking... (laughs) I don't fucking know. I could tell you right now that ICP and Twisted have made amends, but it's not going to happen for sure until Big Ball is. I could say that. And then whenever it happens, be like, see, I told you. But guess what? I don't have that fucking info. Okay? (laughs) But I can say that I heard about Mike Clark working with Axe a while ago. Wasn't really sure. Was kind of tentative on it. But I decided to be quiet about it. Because... I really didn't want to get harassed, and I also didn't want the person who told me to get harassed, um, if it was ever found out, but, um, yeah, I was basically hinted that this was going to be a thing, and so I was like, all right, well, let's see if it's actually true, and guess what? It's fucking true. It was kind of cool, like, it's it's one thing to, like, jump to, to speculation and, and jump to conclusions as to what might actually happen, and who fucking knows, like, here's... Here's the thing that I that I enjoy though regarding this predicament that we're in is seeing them working in the studio together is what reassures me. It's one thing if you have a producer who just makes a beat, sends it to the artist and the artist does their thing and whatever. I love what Axe has been doing the last um, couple years. It took me a while to really get into the Almighty, but I loved the Mausoleum. Uh, Necronomicon 2 was very fun. My thing is, is, I really hope that what we're going to get out of this partnership, uh, which I assume is just going to be Axe's next full length, I want it to be Mike Clark making something for Axe. I want them to be like with each other each step of the way. I don't want Mike Clark to make something and Axe feel like they just have to accept it because it's Mike Clark. Like, I don't want it to seem like Mike is just going through the motions, producing something that he thinks might be for Axe, and they'd be like, well, I guess we have to use this even though we don't really care for it. That's my hope, is that they work together through it all. Like, yeah, let Mike do his work, his magic. Let him do what he feels is going to work, but I want Axe there to be like, 
no, actually, that's not quite what we're trying to get. And granted, I'm sure there's just a lot of fucking beats that Mike Clark has made over the years that have never seen the light of day. He might grab something that he made fucking 13 years ago and be like, hey, what do you think of this? And it might be fucking amazing. Am I going to get a song that sounds like it was made for, you know, Bang Pal Boom? Like, is, is that something that might happen? I don't fucking know. Probably not. But who knows? I mean, look at the fucking shit that they used for the You Produce songs from ICP. If you watch that stream, he was playing, Jay was playing some stuff that Mike Clark made. Some of it sounded, you know, not the most recent. So I'm not sure what's going to happen. All I know is some people have been pissed about this happening, especially with, you know, the timing with, you know, Yum and Bedlam being released and things like that. But to be completely honest, I think that this is, I, I only view this as a good thing. I really, really do. And I think that acts are doing a very good job of sticking away from the beef. Hashtag fuck your beef. And they just want to make music for the Zooligans, the Juggalos, anybody who's down with this style of music, with this group that we've put ourselves in. I think it's a really good thing. I really, really do. I look forward to seeing what's going to happen. Whether it's, again, whether it's an Axe project, whether he might be doing some stuff for Venomous 5. Who knows? We'll see. And I think that that's it. I do. I think that's it. Um, before I head on out, I just want to remind you all that we have a Patreon. And yes, you 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 should be aware of this by now. And so I'm sorry that we have to mention it every episode. We just want more people to be aware of it if they haven't checked it out. But something that is available on the Patreon that you don't have to subscribe for is uh, just earlier this week, uh, this past Wednesday, we did release the first episode of our um, Patreon song requests reviews. Um, it's a shortish episode. I think it's, I don't even know if it's a full half hour long. It might just be a little over 20 minutes. Um, but it's up there. Just go to patreon.com slash juggalo judgment and you will find it there. There's a post on there. The audio is right in there. Um, Shmeev does a great job in there explaining how we do it. Um, so if you're not familiar with the songs, you'll have to listen to them on YouTube or something uh, to, to get a feel for it because um, we're not playing any of the samples of it on there. Um, but something else that we have... Um, we've been bouncing the idea back and forth, um, but it's... I think it's going to have to be like whenever we feel like we have some time to, to really dig into it. Um, we are considering starting to put our content on YouTube. Um, we don't have all the details figured out yet, and also it's going to take time and a lot of effort. Um, but we're still going to be putting out all of the podcast stuff, you know, on Podbean, so if you use Podbean, that's your safest bet to check it all out. Um, 
the stuff will still be pushed to you know Spotify, Apple Podcasts, things like that. Um, the problem is, is once we hit three hundred total um, podcast episodes, it's going to start dropping off the old ones, and we had that happen um, uh, like two months ago, and we figured out the problem. But it just seems like you know inevitably that's going to happen. So if you use those other services that aren't our our podcast's server, um, which is Podbean, um, early episodes will fall off, which is very, very stupid, very unfortunate. So the idea is we're considering finding a way to put um, the episodes that we already have now. Um, we're we're going to consider putting them on YouTube. Um, this also helps to find more people, which is awesome. Um, Earlier today, earlier today, I was I had to run to Walmart and I, I parked my car and I just noticed that the van right next to me, they had the sticker that is placed in front of the cover for the X-rated Tunnel of Love. I was like, what the fuck? And then I look to the other side of it and there is a hatchet man holding a flamingo i don't fucking know but whatever it was cool they also had a uh, a fams uh sticker fams is a group i think that they're from virginia virginia or west virginia um robbie's told me about them and I've, I've never gone on my way to actually check them out but i'd be willing to um just gotta actually find the time to which is really really hard to do these days um but uh, I ended up seeing the people in the Walmart, and it was not hard to see them. And um, had a, had a very short conversation with them. But I tossed uh, the sticker. I still had some in my car from the Twista concert. I tossed them under the um, the windshield wiper. So hopefully they decided to check us out. So hey, if you were that person, hi, thank you. Uh, I appreciate you. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. The um, but the 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 thought of eventually putting our podcast stuff up on YouTube, um, despite us being pretty much against it for the longest time, mostly because we didn't want the audio to get taken down. We didn't want um, you know, a video to be up and then it'd be muted. Um, but after talking to a couple people who do stuff, um, shout out to Brandon, um the uh the the idea is we should be fine um we'll just get like a, a little flag um and if for some reason there was any ads it's going to the copyright holders which is fine we don't expect to make money from doing that um that's what the patreon's for <laughs> but um that's pretty much it that's that's the last thing I really wanted to go into. So um, thanks again for listening uh, to Mike Check. Thank you for checking on Juggalo Judgment. Um, as always, if you would like to, um, if you'd like to find uh, us, literally Juggalo Judgment everywhere. Um, if you'd like to hit me up, feel free. Twitter.com um, at Mike Spawn, the S E J, and you can hit me up uh, on Instagram at Straight Edge Juggalo. Um, remember, if you go to any of the, the podcast things, there's the link tree. It sends you to, God, pretty much all the social media stuff. You can join our Discord server. Um, and another thing, I'm, I'm going to bring this up about the Discord server too. And I may have said this again recently as well. We have the Discord server, um, and it's 
fairly quiet for the most part, which is not a bad thing. We'd like to be more, um, uh, more uh, active in it, um, but it just hasn't had that much traction, and that's not a bad thing. It's I will not consider the Discord a failure. Um, at the moment, it seems really best for the people who do subscribe to the Patreon, um, because again, if you're at the, I believe it was $5 tier or higher, um, you get access to hearing us record, um, which is done every, uh, typically every other Sunday morning. Um, it's done the same weeks that, uh, that my checks come out and typically it's in the mornings. Um, so I think we have to record a little bit early, so it's going to be around 10 o'clock. So unfortunately it's after this episode comes up, but, um, some of the, the bonuses for Patreon pertain to Discord, so that's why we have that there. Um, we have stated this before. Um, Aaron and Eric of ICP with We have built up a fantastic community on uh, their, their Discord server, and we encourage anybody who listens to us to A, check out ICP with We because they're a fucking great show. Um, hosted by wonderful people, and join their Discord. Um, there's a lot of people on there. They've, they've gotten, like, fucking five people in the last week, which is fucking insane. Like, it's getting to the point where sometimes I'm seeing people, and I'm like, I don't fucking know who you are. <laughs> not not an offensive way. I'm just like, wow, man, it's, it's crazy. This Discord's been up for, like, maybe, what, two, maybe three months? Three, four months? I don't fucking know how long. Um, But it's fucking popping, like, all hours of the goddamn day. It's fucking crazy. So as always, yeah, like we're going to say no matter what, like if you'd love to join our Discord server, great. We'd love to have you there. Um, and we love, you know, we want to interact with people. Um, it's just <laughs> when when we started ours, uh, Eric had asked me like, you know, hey, we can try and do this. Well, we don't want you to leave. And I'm like, we're not leaving, dude. <laughs> like we love this place. Love chatting to all the people on there, man. Even if I don't have something to say, sometimes I'll just scroll through and see what people are talking about. If I have something to contribute to, then I do. So go ahead and check out ICP with We and, and join their Discord. It's fun shit. So I think it's I, that I literally think is everything. So again, please go ahead and check out um, the, the link tree. Thank you for checking out the podcast and everything. If you check out the Patreon, um, go ahead and check out what we offer on there. And if you are able to and would want to, please consider subscribing to the Patreon. Uh, we really appreciate everybody who does. Um, even if you even if you, you decide, you know, you can only spare a dollar. Hey, you know what? You're buying one of us a Fago. That's, that's really what counts in this world. We appreciate it. <laughs> I'm really starting to get fucking tired, so I really got to stop this episode. <laughs> so, <laughs> thanks as always. Again, Keep up, keep an eye out for those new, the new musics coming out, because maybe I'll be able to talk about them come next episode. Who the fuck am I kidding? I'm probably not going to. I'm probably going to be so far behind that it's going to be terrible. I still got to listen to that last week's max shit. Fuck. Oh, and Buckshot. Son of a bitch. Hell's Overdrive comes out on, I don't remember when. Well, shit. That's all I got, so uh, stay safe. Much love to y'all. Peace out.